This is Retrace, segment number 19. It's Monday, October 10th, 2022. Retrace is about what's going on out there. Um, we're back after a long hiatus. Go check out Margin for an explanation. The main point today is um, NIFA. Nature is not faffing around. Faffing? I don't know if a lot of Americans know that word. Nature is not effing around. Nature is not effing around. I think that if this if this podcast is going to have a single overarching message, that that is what it should be. Um, okay. Last segment, one of the things that we talked about was turning the hypotheses into a pile of numbers, trying to take these 11, it was 11 at the time, now it's like more, uh, these hypotheses, uh, about what's going on out there in the world, current history, you know, what are the things that are going to be written about in um, history books or the equivalent in the future that are happening right now. Can we turn those hypotheses into or represent them as a pile of numbers? Um, and then we, not we, I, without publishing it, um, started toying with the idea of treating that pile of numbers as a vector my linear algebra is not good, but I know enough to know that a pile of numbers is, you know, a vector. Um, and maybe if we, if we sort of, but it's, it, it, anyway, it, it's hard. It's not like the, the hypotheses, as, as I've stated them, don't lend themselves easily to being represented by vectors, needless to say. Um, Okay, so that, that's one way of trying to simplify the hypotheses. Uh, I know this is hard to follow. I know, it's, I know it's hard to follow. Like the way that I think about this is, um, it's like pouring concrete uh, for a foundation. So it's boring to watch that. It's boring to look at the the foundation of a of a house or a building. But if you don't get the foundation right, as they say, um, you know, doesn't matter what else you do. Or conversely, if you get, if, if a house has a good foundation, was it in the money pit? Yeah, that's in the money pit. Ugh, money pit. <laughs> Jump over to margin and find out whether this is. It's not this. This isn't. This business isn't a money pit. But um, any, all right. Back to the. Back, let's bring it, reel it in. Um, that's what this stuff. It no, I know the hypotheses. I say, I mean, even just using the word hypotheses, it's it's going to lose people. I know, I know, no one's going to listen to this. I know if people tune in, they're going to bounce off this. It doesn't matter. It, it has to be here. It has to go this way in the beginning. Otherwise, we're not going to have the foundations to to move forward with with what's going on out there and what retrace is trying to trying to do. Um pile of numbers represented as a vector probably not what's a, what's another way of simplifying having all these hypotheses you know we started with 11 how do you tie them all together it can't just be a list right it can't just be a list is there someone I mean, we're human beings we're finite we can't think about a, a big 
pile of numbers or a big pile of hypotheses that are not represented as numbers. Um, what I came up with, and I put this on the on the blog. This is, I mean, to talk about losing people. I'm I'm going to now read you a, a a sentence that has multiple clauses. I mean, just too many. But try, try and just fit, let you know. Stay with me to the end of this. This is a this is a way that this is maybe there's like one hypothesis that sort of entails all the others for our era, not for like all time, but if you're asking the question what's going on out there, maybe there's one hypothesis that's that sort of wraps up all the other ones. If there is, maybe it's this one. Computers, which are chain reaction controllers and which make AI handling of information possible and which are inherently vulnerable to hacking, are causing some humans to know others better than they know themselves, and thereby to control them, though computer-controlled machinery could take control if the motivation to control, which humans have, were to occur naturally or by design in the chain reactions. I'm not going to dig into that. I'm not going to unpack that. It's there. It's published in, in written form. We'll deal with it more later. Um, we're trying to get the message across or, or sort of introduce the idea today that nature is not effing around. And by nature, I mean the physicists, the physicists or the cosmologists' nature. Um, religious people might call it God, and I know that religious people don't mean when they say God, they don't mean what I mean when I say nature, but it's the closest sort of parallel or overlap. We're talking about the really big something um, in the world, and I'm saying that that something is not effing around. We are in something here, and it's it's very very serious. Three little acronyms: uh, GNR, GCR, and BNR. GNR, GCR, BNR. GNR stands for Genetics, Nanotech, and Robotics. Got that from Ray Kurzweil's um, Singularity is Near. GCR stands for Global Catastrophic Risks, which is the title of the Nick Bostrom and, and something Cirkovic, what was his first name? I don't know. A uh, book that collected a bunch of essays on global catastrophic risks. I think it was 2008. And, and Kurzweil's was um, like 2004, 2005. BNR is, is, um, is sort of a stand-in for politics. It's like most political contests, not all of them, most contests of any sort, if you... I think it's mostly blue versus red. Think about the teams... I mean, there's, you know, there are green and yellow teams, I know, and, and political parties, but it's mostly blue and red. It's mostly blood and water. Flip those. Water and blood. Water is the blue. Blood is the red. Both of them are vital in the truest sense of the word vital, like of life or necessary to life. You know, just see if you notice that. I can't. I can't prove that to you. I can't. I'll never. I won't be able to put together an argument that most thing. Most of these contests that we care about are blue and red. But uh, that's the politics. 
that's where the rubber meets the road. It doesn't matter what we write in books. We like I've. It doesn't matter what people write in books, no matter how good those books. It doesn't matter what we say to each other on podcasts, um, or in conversations. What matters is what we do, and not everything we do, but only a certain subset of the things that we do. Maybe maybe that subset is is <laughs> perfectly coterminous. Uh, is is um, something roughly approximating what we think of as politics. And if we think about politics, we, we're usually in a red team versus blue team situation. There are purple teams, there are yellow, green, I know, but it's it's usually red and blue, blue and red. Um, nature isn't effing around with genetics. You know, those three technologies, or, or groups of technology, uh, Genetics, nanotech, and robotics, nature is not effing around. With global catastrophic risks, which encompass technology, technological risks, and other risks, risks of totalitarianism and, um, n- you know, direct natural catastrophes that have absolutely no human <clears throat> attribution. Oh, excuse me. Nature is not effing around. And... And so what we do about it, that's the blue and red. Okay, that's all I wanted to get across. It, it's a, um, it's a, <laughs> I know this, this stuff is hard to follow. It's hard, it's hard to, it's, it's not easy. But it's not going to keep, you know, this, these are frameworks. Or this is trying to be some sort of framework for thinking about what's going on out there. Um, oh, I'm, not, I, I'm not getting emotional, but it sure sounds like it. My voice is dry. I need water. I need blue. But I can feel that I need it in my blood, in the red. That was not great, but, you know, not bad. No, maybe bad. Okay, one last thing. Um, What's going on out there? It matters. It really matters. But it mostly matters to um, people in the... Uh, you know, ourselves and people in the future. So just take it at the personal level. Like you're, <laughs> you're talking to somebody, somebody important to you or Im- important, like as a person or, you know, to you or a, a, in, a, in, a, in a situation that's important to you. You think you know what's going on in their head? Um, they think that they know what's going on in yours or, or they know enough to, uh, of what they need to know. Um, and then you get feedback and you get cues and you all these things that sort of confirm or disconfirm what you think and you sort of try and correct if there's, there's evidence that something's not lined up between your, what's in your head and what's going on in the world. Um, and then the conversation's over, let's say. Let's say it was a single conversation or a series of conversations, or a week. Um, And, okay, it was important. Whatever, whatever. But but some of those, some of those interactions, some of those periods of time in, in the life of a person, or the life of a civilization, or the life of a country, um, they matter way more than others. And, it's not obvious at the time. I mean, how many, you know, historical perspectives look back on a particular, in, you know, instance of 
uh, or some sort of event, incident, and go on and on and on about the significance of it. But nobody knew at the time. I mean, maybe with the exception of like the Trinity explosion and one or two other things. It's not obvious. Um, but the, for the people involved at the time, the, man, I should be giving a concrete example, but I can't. Like, the one that I'm thinking of is just too personal. It doesn't, wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't make sense. What is a concrete example? I don't know. Just imagine yourself. Think of the thing, think of the, think of something that you still think about that, that happened 10 years ago. And, <laughs> no, you need a broader category of that, than that. You need to find a, a thing that you got wrong. That's, that's what I'm getting at here. It only becomes obvious how much it matters to know what's going on out there when, it, I mean, it really becomes obvious when you get it wrong. When you get it right, you know, you can sort of notice if you look back and reflect in, in uh, quiet confidence or not-so-quiet confidence. Man, I really killed it, you know? That's fine. But man, when you get it wrong, and it has consequences that stay with you for years and years and years, um, go back and look at that and ask yourself, did you know what was going on out there that, in that situation? Did you know what was going on? If you did, you, and, and it still went wrong, or what was the moment where, where you know, what you knew was wrong that, that led you to in a situation I don't know if I've if I've convinced you but I think I will eventually that um, that this stuff matters a lot and that it's hard to explain I mean it's everything like you think you know what's going on around you and it's so hard to it's hard to accept how profoundly wrong we can be it helps to keep records it helps to gather evidence uh because you know you're directly experiencing things in the moment but once the moment's gone what do you do you only have evidence or, or maybe you have no evidence. I mean, memory is, is inclusive. I mean, memory is not reliable. It's, it's not unreliable, but it's not strictly reliable. Um, artifacts, if, if correctly interpreted, interpreted or, or, or comprehensible, can be far more reliable than memory. I don't know, man. The fog, the fog of life is what was why... Um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta set this down. This is just—it's too hard to convey. I, I thought I thought it would come across, and maybe it has, but I don't think it has. If you go back to the hypotheses, just think, just take any one of them, and imagine how wrong we might be about them now. And if you can imagine a particular of how we're wrong about them, what is that going to mean to people in ten years? What is it going to mean to you in ten years, China? What if you're wrong about what if what if everyone's wrong about China? What if everyone's wrong about artificial intelligence? What if everyone's wrong about 
our adaptation to the environment. What if everyone's wrong about space? What if everyone's wrong? What if, what if no one knows just how seriously huge the wild card will be or already is? It might have already started some sort of snowball effect. The wild card. What is the wild card? I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be out there. What if we don't know what's going on with those things right now? The future is going to, our future selves, the, the, the future selves of others are going to care. It's going to matter a lot to them what we did or didn't know about what was going on right now. I'll leave it at that. Um, I don't have any follow-ups or amendments or corrections to the last segment at this point. References from this segment, which there were none. Nah, maybe. Um, they'll be in the show notes. The full PDF notes will be at retrace.com, R-E-T-R-A-I-C-E.com. This is Retrace segment number 19, signing off.